Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, you can actually hear that. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a really busy show for you today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's do some introductions around the town, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town co host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, was that my introduction? Oh, I wasn't sure. (laughs) Yes, I think I'm going to start doing a new thing. Since I'm the man about town. Wait, wait, you're not supposed to talk. You're just supposed to say hi to everybody because we got to finish the introduction and then you go back and do it. Yeah. Why don't you go? (laughs) Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? You're looking colorful today. Thank we you. are. We're burnt. We're burned at it. Oh, so there's then nothing we have it, wrong we're with the video from gotcha. the sun. The sun done burned at us. Not we got good. a chat room full of people. What's up, chat room? We got Irish from Germany. Irish Ginger from Belgium. Goddess, what's up, Goddess? Woo! Yay! Goddess. We got Illy, Illy Roos from Estonia. We've got... I'm not sure who some of these people are, so if I don't know who hey, you where are, the hell sorry. is it Estonia? She told us last time. I know. It's some foreign country, Estonia. It sounds like something from Dynasty, remember? They yeah. Went, d- they went to Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you going to do? Okay, now you can talk. So we said hi to everybody. We got a great show for you guys today. We got the Gady Bunch family coming on. Then we're going to have Lynn Shore coming on to talk about his new Broadway musical, Friends the Musical. And then we've got the captain from the Captain of the Lost Waves. It's going to be a lot of fun. Go ahead, Now may I speak, sir, kind one host. So nice. I'm so happy. (laughs) Anyway, since I'm the man about town, I've decided in the beginning of the show to do a little 10-minute video of places that I go that I find interesting that you might be interested in watching. So that's what I'm going to do. I like it. So, maybe not 10 minutes. Well, maybe it depends depends on what it is. If it's a really exciting place. Like a, a, a stripping place, you know, where women are naked and <laughs> laying yeah. on their backs with their legs wide open, you know, making noises through their vagina, like whistling sounds. Then we'll do it for 10 minutes. But if it's like, a, you know, a restaurant or something, we'll just do seven minutes. Hey, anyway, Chad. That's a good idea. Up. I look like a fat slob sitting. Yeah, sit up, Ron. Hey, Chad, does, is the TV 
is, is the TV working on your end? Because it looks frozen on my end. It looks yeah, like it's all rock and roll on my showing. end. <laughs> Should I restart? Say the that fe- again. It looks good to me. Hold on. I'll oh, okay, it. then it's just me. Then it's just me. Don't worry about it. What's I'm not worried about it. As long as you get the video, the I'm happy. Anything in the chat room? So much weight. I'm like a friggin' balloon. Suck it in. Living in this shitty Pennsylvania. What nothing to do here but eat. Well, hang on, hang on, because Chad's talking and you're talking. I'm not I talking. know I'm, we're trying to work out a technical I just saw problem. My stomach it's always technical. having a breakdown. Okay, say it again, Chad. So we always got technical problems. Suck it in, Chad. Ron. Sit up. No, you look good. I'm looking over at okay. you right now on my little monitor and up. it's pretty smooth. Okay. You sound funny today, Chad. It's because he has an accent. <laughs> He's, he's living there so long he has a Cuban accent now. Cuban. No, that's not what I mean. <laughs> there you go. That, sound, that sounds better. Well, you did something different. Uh, yeah, learned to speak face English. the mic. That's about it. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. So, yeah, we can. So, Ron's going to be a little man about town and shoot videos everywhere. It's gonna I be like that cool, idea. Actually. Well, yeah, you know why? Because it's small world. I went to this antique store in Lambertville, New Jersey, which is an adorable little town. And I really went across the street because I'm looking for something. I have a 10-foot coffee table right. long. And I'm looking for something really beautiful. Well, I found something beautiful. It was a Balinese carved piece of wood statue of a man sitting down playing one of those, you know, Lukululu, whatever they are. And he was gorgeous. And he's a couple of hundred, maybe 200 years old. And I thought I could get it maybe down to 150 bucks. Well, they wanted 1100 she said she'd give it to me for 800 <laughs> and i gave it the finger and left no not really i said thank you very much i hope you sell it one day you know and they're in quaker town quaker town the most money they make is twenty thousand a year it's like kmart people it's like the poorest town in all of uh, bucks county well i don't even know if it's in bucks county oh, i thought you said you were in lambertville no, no, that's another story. Oh, okay. My bad. So I left there and went to Lambertville, New Jersey, which is an adorable town. Mula, 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 lots of gay mula. And I went to this one store that I wanted to go to, but they were closed. So I went across the street and I forgot the name of the store. It's shit. But we're going to hear about it when we talk about it. Anyway, the lady was fabulous. We became friends. And she said to me, oh, you know, I'm going to be on, uh, what, what is Lara's show called? Flea market flip flip in September. I said, you're kidding. I said, you know, Lara Spence is like my daughter. So she looked at me like, yeah, you know, Abraham Lincoln is my grandfather. Like I was a liar or full of shit. So I said, no, seriously. I said, Lara, my daughter are the best of friends. My daughter was in Lara's uh, wedding party and blah, 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 blah. So I said to her, listen, go on YouTube and look up my interview, Ron Russell with Lara Spencer from ABC Good Morning America. You'll enjoy it. Well, I, obviously she did, and that's a romantic interview. Lara and I are schmoozing and loving each other because I love Lara Spencer. I mean, she's you know was, she grew up practically in my house, hanging out. I mean, I got luck. My children are really lucky. Deirdre hung out with Angelina Jolie in my house, and the other one had Lara and Liv Spencer. Tyler. And Liv, Liv Tyler is also another friend of Deirdre's. So my kids really are very, very lucky to have grown. I've gone <clears throat> gone to school. Oh, school. Oh, I like that note. School. Puberty. Going through puberty. Uh, going through puberty. Go, I'm, going, I'm going through <laughs> what puberty? I'm going through vintage age. Anyway, so anyway, we made friends. She had an antique chair with the fabric torn off, just the interfacing on the back. They hung it from the ceiling and they built a light inside the seat. Loved it. It was wild. When I get to Palm Springs, I'm going to hang all furniture in my garden with spotlights in it. 
I thought, so fabulous. And they only wanted 2200 So I started to laugh. I said, you think you're going to get 2200 for a chair upside down, torn with a bulb in it? If you do, I'm going to manufacture them by the millions and sell it. She said, no, we'll probably sell it for less. I said, well, I would think so. And anyway, I gave her my idea. You know, I go to junk stores and I buy these ugly, disgusting, gaudy, crystally, old, shitty lamps that were from the 60s. These really horrible. I call them like Gumata Jenny lamps. And um, what happened? She's chewing the rugs again. I hope not. Brandy, excuse me, folks. We have a dog <laughs> that likes to rip, rip up the rugs. Brandy, come here. Anyway, um, <laughs> what are you going to do? I love it to death. So where was I? I have no idea. You don't even listen when I speak, you degenerate. Ugh. Anyway. Oh, yeah, so I gave her <laughs> the idea. Goddess says she's a carpet muncher. <laughs> she's a carpet muncher. I love it. Goddess, you got to be on stage and st doing stand-up. You have such a sense of humor, my hey, sweetheart. lay down. Sit. Okay. Anyway, I said, you buy these disgusting old lamps with the crystals all over them. You rip all that electrical crap out of it. And what have you got? A gorgeous candelabra, candle holder. You shove a candle in it, and, and it's wonderful. Some of them are bronze, you know, really made brass, made well. She said, oh, I'm going to steal the idea. I said, well, I'm going to steal the idea of your chair. I thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to hang a toilet seat with a light in it? You know, from the ceiling. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Was a stupid thought. <laughs> no, I like. Anyway, she's a lovely woman, and she's going to be on uh, Lara's show. What's it called again? Flea Market Flip. Flea on the, <laughs> Lara, um, Lara, if you're listening, and I'm sorry, Flea Market Flip. Lara Spencer produced it and created it. It's her show, and it's a hit show, big, big hit. I can't be on it because I know her, and also we're in the industry. Brandy, come here. So what are we going to do with there, Brandy? There Brandy, come over she here, love. She needs to sit. I don't know why. Come sit she here. doesn't get attention, then she has to like if go she and does, like... She doesn't get attention. She tears up the corners of the rug. And this is a... Yeah, see, now she's choking on the carpet fibers. <laughs> stupid, anyway. Go ahead, stupid. Choke, choke, choke. Come here. Aw. Uh, oh, she's so Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? Well, we got half sunshine and half dark clouds, so it can rain any minute. You know, every time you ask me that, I look out there, and yeah, of course it's gray. So it's all it's three o'clock by three thirty. We should have some rain. We had sun on Saturday and a little bit on Sunday, and it's rained every day since. We had a rainstorm here, like worse than Florida. I never saw such drops, instant flooding. The grounds outside were all flooded. The grass was covered. The, the, the gutters couldn't even take it, that the water was going off the third floor of our house, flying out out, out into the you know the sidewalk. Right. And you guys still had time to sit out in the sun, so it works out. No, but we went to the uh, Raven Gay Bar. They have a gorgeous swimming pool. It's like a, a fair you know, country club. Excuse the expression. I'm allowed to say fair. <laughs> because I am one. But oh. anyway, <laughs> it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. Guys, mostly guys and a few girls. And you know me. I have to make myself look good. So I hold in my stomach and I walk to the water's edge. And I see the steps and I walk down the steps. Well, don't you think the archer, my foot hits another step and I go flying into the water where it's the low end. So there's like 10,000 guys Shallow all end. standing around talking. What an entrance. I hit four of them and knocked one down. And as I went down, I guess I pulled on his bathing suit. I might, <laughs> not that I was horny, yeah, but right. you know, you grab for anything when you're swallowing water. Jeez. Water, I said. <laughs> God, it's swallowing water. Yeah, we got Anyway. It. She you says know. you were rocking the little green bathing suit. <laughs> oh, you saw the picture? What? You saw the picture? The green sling? 
it's, the green it's, sling. It's a, it's a Versace, uh, no, Armani uh, uh, turquoise green. Is it kind of like Borat's? <clears throat> yeah. No, it's not a jock strap. It's a it's a swimsuit. It's like a, it's not a, it's not even a what do you? It's a nut grabber swimsuit. <laughs> it is not. Stop it. it. Is Anything that's not like anyway, a trunk is a nut I apologize to the guys, and they were hysterical that's laughing. Funny. And one of them said, "What an entrance!" Right. Like, <laughs> it's Ron Russell. Anyway, that's how I started. That would have been great. That would have been great for the man about town segment. Oh, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> You guys know what it was. I didn't fall down. I fell sideways, you know, full face in, like I was diving into the water, except hit people. Hmm. This dog is going to die in two minutes. She's she's fine. Heimlich. Heimlich. (laughs) She does it every time. She does it every time. She eats rug. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. Brandy, we to, stop if we it. had a girl dog, she could eat another girl dog, and then she stop it, Jimmy. You're <laughs> disgusting. Don't even talk that way about my beautiful dog. She's a virgin. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, okay, so we're gonna do a couple things because our first guest is gonna be calling in any second. First of all, I want to let everybody know that that uh, we started a new blog. Uh, Stefan Daniel Bell and I started a blog. It's JimmyStarsWorld.com, bringing you the latest news on the hottest indie and mainstream celebrities in music, pop culture, TV, movies, entertainment, and more. Check it out at JimmyStarsWorld.com and follow us on Twitter at JimmyStarsWorld. Um, let's do a quick thing about where you can hear us since we got so much stuff coming on. So. So you can hear us every week, you guys, and we appreciate everybody tuning in on our home station, W4CY Radio, with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Brandy moved the camera because I'm the only one on the camera. No, that no, no, that's Chad doing that's different me things. That's me forgetting to take it oh. off you. There you go. You love it. Then we got, uh, we're on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, <laughs> K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. <laughs> Monster <laughs> FM Radio in New York, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on TV, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Wow, that was a lot. Okay, there you go. And we want to say hi to Naomi Jacobs, who just entered the chat room. Hello, hello, hello. Yay. I'm not sure exactly if I know who that is, but hello and welcome who's to the Who's Naomi Jacobs? Somebody who's in the chat room. A new name I don't recognize. Oh. So hello, hello. Should be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a lot of fun today. Everything cool is going on. And um What do you think of my new haircut? I think it looks great. Do you guys see his haircut? I noticed a new kind of wave to it or something going on there. It's more like a style. Yeah. I cut the side I do my own cuts. I cut the sides in the back very short, left the top long, and found that I have the exact natural wave that my grandmother in Italy had. She had white hair also, and she used to wear it straight back, but it was high, like my head of hair, because I got my father's head of hair. And that same exact finger wave is natural. So when I brushed it, I said, oh, my God, I look like my grandmother. That's not a very good thing to look like. No, but it looks healthy and hip, so you're on there. One goddess says it looks classy. Yeah. Yeah, I figured, you know, I'm such a trash mouth that I fool everybody by looking <laughs> stunningly sophisticated and quite elegant, you know. I may even acquire a British accent, just a bit, you know, a few words, because we're watching, what is it called again, darling? Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. We finally got to see it. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's wonderful. We joined Amazon Prime so we could watch all these cool shows, because right. all the people who come on our show seem to have their shows right. streaming on Amazon, and we couldn't watch them, so we joined Amazon Prime. 
And now we're watching Downton Abbey, which I know we're way behind the whole rest of the world. But if you haven't right. seen it, it is fabulous. But we watch movies that the rest of the world don't. Ha, ha, ha. You know, the movies that the people that come on our show are on. Send There's us. so many of them. I mean, my God, every time we go to the thing, you know, the menu of movies, like, Jimmy, Jimmy will say, he was on, she was on. I said, everybody's <laughs> been on this Fakakta show. But don't forget, we're on five, me, I'm on five years. And uh, we're twice a week. So how many Goddess, two you're good. Two week, that's a hundred. God, goddess, how many is that? Well, five, tw two guests a week for five years. Okay, well, it was fifty-two weeks, so that's a hundred and four times five is five hundred and twenty people. So five hundred and twenty <laughs> people have been abused by me. <laughs> and <laughs> like today I, we have do three. I, do I get an award? That's the <laughs> the meanest thing on television. They all love you. I'm not mean. God forbid if I'm mean. Where's that friggin' dog? Is she gonna go eat rugs? No, she's just sitting. Oh, I let her, saw her sit. sitting someplace. She's okay. I love my baby, but she's crazy. If I don't kiss her and hug her and hold her all she was abused. Lived in the streets, you know, had that what is that AIDS thing she had? What does she have like Heart, heartworm. Heartworm. I mean she had the AIDS thing. Well you know what AIDS. it's the same thing. It killed it killed. <laughs> Anyway, somebody's coming in. Hello. They didn't make Hello. It. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hold on. Hi. We need to pick. Uh, there oh, we there go. you are. Hello. Hello. How you guys doing? Good. Look at the good. big smiles. <laughs> so let, let's hear both of you talk to make sure we can hear you, and then we'll do a cool introduction. Okay. Um, we just made it because I had my my Uber run of bringing my daughter. Our my our other daughter, <laughs> and you know the mom thing. So we basically just got in the house just in time. <laughs> okay, so you're Tammy, right? Yes, I'm Tammy. Chris is at work. Unfortunately, she couldn't be here. And you're, uh, you're Alessandra. How do we pronounce it? Alessandra. Alessandra. Mm -hmm. hello, I'm not hello. supposed to talk, but nice name. It's a beautiful name. Okay, so we're going to I can't do... talk till after we introduce you. This is all bullshit. <laughs> then we're going to say, make believe we know you for the first time, and then we open We're going to do show. an intro now. Yeah, this is just like so us talking, but everybody's hearing us, so everything that's being said let, right now let is... let the said. world hear our pre-intros. Yes, our pre-intros. So here we go, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We've got Tammy and Alessandra from the Gady Bunch family. Hello, hello, and welcome to the hello. show. Hello, everybody. Hey, so so you guys tell uh, before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with my cool, outrageous man about town coach Ron Russell. Boy, what an introduction! <laughs> After the show, he says, "You stupid son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'm only kidding. Am I allowed to curse? Remember, she's only thirteen. How? That's okay. Thirteen doesn't curse, right? <laughs> uh, when I was thirteen, I knew every curse there was, and I used yeah, them I religiously. When I was 13, living in, in coming from Brooklyn, what are you, out of your mind? They're in New Jersey, I think. Aren't oh, you guys Jersey's in New Jersey? Ju Jersey's just as degenerate as Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm actually from Brooklyn originally. Where, honey bun? In uh, Bensonhurst. Ah, not, not far from me. Yeah. Not, not yeah. Red Hook it went to um, Mill Basin. Okay, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. <laughs> Alessandra actually just turned... 14 on the 20th. Oh, I'm sorry. So can, I'm so sorry. Can, I messed it up a year. So that means you're okay. even know you know more. You know even well, more now. Well, so she was 13 when we sent you the bio. So <laughs> that's our fault. <laughs> I love you it. You know, people today, if you don't curse, there's something wrong with you because 
we watched a movie on television the other night, and I couldn't keep track of the X. Maybe that film. It was a, uh, I don't know what it was. It was I don't remember what film. It was a film that it was oh, terrible. Uh, Every other Angie's word. husband. Brad Pitt. Oh, it was Inglorious Bastards. Did you oh, ever see that? I haven't seen it. Oh. We, didn't, we didn't even make it. We made it through the first half an hour, and then we were just like, this I thought is just I too used, much. I thought I used that word loosely. No way. You had to hear this. <laughs> it, I was getting nauseous from it. I said, enough with the effing. Come on now. It's, it's losing its value. You know, if you, if you yeah. F too much, it doesn't shock people. Right, honey? It's <laughs> Alessandria, you know what I'm saying. When you're around your girlfriend, you Listen. don't say stuff. Come on, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, well... I, Chris, Chris, drops the, Chris drops the F-bomb often enough. Yeah. <laughs> I raised two daughters, and believe me, when their girlfriends were over in that bedroom, if I happened to walk by with my ear listening, you had to hear what I used to hear. And they're like Garden City Virgin girls, you know, these fruity kind, the kind of square girls. <laughs> they're not the whole hot ones, they're the square ones. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know what the girls, when the girls are at home, they're very respectful. I know they don't use, you know, they won't curse. But you, you're not as around. As soon as you're not there, though, you never know. Uh, how, how right? comes the cigarettes, the beer, the beer, the cigarettes, and how are we oh. going to smuggle the boys into the basement? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so hold on, because we didn't finish on our, in our introduction either. We got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hello, ladies. Welcome to the show. Hi. Okay. Thank you. And, Thank and you. And Ron says you got to scoot closer. Scoot to over, Ron. Oh. Tuck there you in. go. Thanks, Chad. And then we got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi. There you go. There's Hi. people from every country. We have Estonia, Belgium, the UK, Germany, like pretty much like every country, every big country London. is represented. Oh, fantastic. Well, hello. Just I, I wish I could say hello in all of those languages. But <laughs> I can't either. I, I, she knows some Italian. Ciao. 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 <laughs> That's He's her. from Italy, so I'm not from Italy. Your family, yeah, but my, your family's my from Italy. My father was from Italy. My mother was from Hell's Kitchen, Ninth Avenue. <laughs> we're we're real New York. We're like thirty thousand generation New York Italian people. Okay. Nah, my I'm grandmother, my grandmother, and my grandfather lived in Mott Street. You can't get more Italian than that. No, that's, that's true. Back in the turn of the century, that's how old they are. <laughs> so, first of all, let me tell people a little about about you guys for people who don't know who you are. First of all, you guys, um, the Gady Bunch family. You guys can follow them on Twitter at Gady Bunch, and. Uh, uh, their website is thegatybunchfamily.com, and I love the take on like Gady Bunch from Brady Bunch. I think it's yeah. fabulous. Uh, yeah. It's really a lot of fun. And so, as far as I know, so your your mama, your mama Tam, mommy Tammy, because it's mommy Tammy and Mama Chris. So there's you and your you and your wife, and you guys are married, right? Yes, we were legally married five years ago. We just celebrated our fifth anniversary on um, July 23rd. That's so uh, cool. But we've been together for seven years. Okay, we have our fifth wedding anniversary in October. We've been, and it'll be, we've been together six years. We're, fruit, we're fruits, too. Of course, she knows that. We're tutti frutti. <laughs> <laughs> I have two daughters who love it. What my day is your anniversary, October what? October 15th. We got married on my birthday. Oh, yeah. very nice. Our, our uh, twins' birthday is October 21st. Our little guy is October 17th. Oh, and they're our, all around our us. Our oldest son is the 20, October 26th, so we have a lot going on in October. <laughs> Whose children are they? Both? A kid, one, one of each or something? How does that work? There's five well, kids. Five kids. Who's we, who? have, we have five children. Uh, three are biologically mine, and two are biologically Chris's. 
Okay. Uh, we refer to them as our children, not stepchildren, because we just don't like to use that word. Exactly. Um, you know, so... Um, both of my both of my children are my children. Uh, Jimmy couldn't have children because he had too many abortions. <laughs> and they said the doctor said that he was ruined. He was ruined. <laughs> I actually I actually call I actually call his daughters my stepchildren, but most primarily it's because I'm only a few years older than they are. Evil. Otherwise, I would call. Otherwise, they would be if they were like younger children. But because they're like, well, that's because when my children were born, they weren't born infants. They were born at fourteen. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that was a rough delivery then. <laughs> yes, it was. So you have wait, wait. So you have okay. So you have a fourteen-year-old Alessandra. Then you have Anthony. And how old is Anthony? Anthony's nine. He's going to be ten in October. Okay. Um, we have twins, uh, Michael and Bianca. They're 20. They'll be 21 in October. And now our oldest son is going to be 28 in October. Well, I wrote wow. 27. Okay. okay. Now, I have oh, to ask you a question okay. because this is what I tell the world. They say if you watch gay, if heterosexual young boys will say, watch homosexual films, they will become homosexual. So I said, well, what about straight young boys who watch, no, no, what boys. about straight, what about young gay boys who watch straight television? How come they don't turn straight? It's just silly. It's, it's, we're right. Well, that's like people think about, who, it. Think about it. All the straight kids, the yeah. gay kids that watch gay television, a straight, what the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, excuse me, Alexandria. <laughs> Alessandra. Alessandria, in Italian. She Before the show was over, education she's going to have, you can't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure nothing's going to shock her. <laughs> yeah, nothing's going to shock her. <laughs> uh, no, I could see she's got the little demon in her face. No. <laughs> This little demon yeah. somewhere. She's our little there. rebel. She's our yeah, little this rebel. one in front yeah. of you, she's like, you know, Lily, 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 lovely. But when she goes out, way. You're not. She's really not bad. She said she's the bad one, but she's no, like, not bad. But she's the kind, if a guy is cute, she walks by him and says, Excuse me, stop looking at me. Uh -huh, and the guy exactly. says, I'm not looking at you. And then she'd say, Why aren't you looking at me? I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and she is very pretty. Right? Right? That's how we pick up guys. That's how I used to do it. Well, what you were saying before, it, it's funny because a lot of people are, you know, you get ignorant people who think that, you know, if you're a gay parents, your children will come out gay. Well, that's not true. Uh, Both my daughters are terrifically heterosexual. Trust me. Right. So are all of our children. Well, as far as we know, I mean, Anthony's only nine. I mean, so we can't really say yes or no yet, but I mean. Well, it, is a, it is a gene. It's not, uh, it's not homegrown. It's a gene. And right. I mean, people that right. are born into heterosexual prudy families like priests and nuns i think it Not was nuns, it was priests. so taboo to be gay like when i was growing up so i have a question for you alice you what about me i know definitely for him they used to get arrested if they went to a gay bar and stuff like <laughs> in his day oh yeah uh, it was True. against the law it was They'd illegal raid the gay i loved it they raid the gay bars but okay, so going to you though, Alessandra, since you're 14 and you're in a in, in like the and actually you're like in your like most, you know, now's the 14. That's when all the girls get bitchy and the kids, you know, are not necessarily all that nice when they go to school and everything. How, how is it for you? Like, do the kids pretty much accept the fact that you have two moms, and are they pretty most of them at least pretty cool with it? Yeah, everybody like they don't they don't really like mind it. I guess like they don't really go around saying oh. Alessandra has two moms. Like it's kind of just normal for them now, because my school is pretty much 
like very accepting to like everybody. And That's great. Yeah, and all of my friends are like, "Oh my god, I wish I had two moms." <laughs> like my sister's a holy roller, and she's got three kids, and couldn't be any more uh, against people as you know, One of them's a flaming fairy. Trust Shh, me. Okay, we we think so. Oh, I know. So the way he <laughs> had to see how he swishes. I mean, I I'm sitting in the chair at the hospital where his dad was, and this big skinny queen walks by and she looks at me and starts swinging her buns and swishing. I said, Jimmy, look, she's getting laid while she walks. <laughs> <laughs> she's so gay. Okay, so I think that, no, I think it's really cool that, because I remember like when I was, uh, when I was already old, but they, that's when they first published those books about like my two dads and my two moms, you know, and, and my sister had just had kids and everything and I wanted to get those books for them and my sister was like, absolutely not, you know, my kids aren't, you know, going to learn about any of those kinds of things and and uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you know who John Berriman is or not, but John Berriman's a really famous actor. He was in uh, um, he's in Arrow. He plays the Dark Archer in the Arrow, and he was in Doctor Gorgeous Who, guy. Doctor yeah. Who, and uh, and all these different shows. And and yeah. um, and that was the only thing that my nephew and I had in common is that we liked comic books and superhero stuff. And so right. I told him we were going to have him on the show because he was like, that's my favorite character. I love him. And then when he got on the show and he introduced us to his lover and like all this different stuff. And then the next time I saw my nephew and he was and he was just like, yeah, I don't like him anymore. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> he said, well, it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> I mean, so butch. <laughs> 21 years. I don't know. Any 20 in Brooklyn. If you not said 20, it's 18, not, 18, 18, if you said it's not my cup of tea, they'd beat the shit out of you. Not <laughs> right? That's so right? true. I mean, any guy that said, oh, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. He's he's away at college now. I don't think he's a virgin anymore. You never heard that in Brooklyn. That's for sure. Get out of here. Forget about it. You guys, it's not my cup of tea. You both have such beautiful teeth. You really do. Your teeth look great on here. Like, you have beautiful teeth and beautiful smiles. Now, where's your partner? Your your wife? She's working. husband. My wife is working. Oh, she couldn't be on the show? Well, our oldest son, he's he lives uh, upstate New York, so he's he's working, and his wife is working, and uh, who else? Anthony's um, at camp. camp. He's in camp for the summer, so. So, what kind of camp now do kids go to at nine years old? Uh, it's just it's a day camp. He goes for a half a day, but his dad's going to be getting him after camp today. Um, they go on all kinds of trips and stuff, so it's really good because he'd be bored out of his mind if he was home all day. So, and he's very active, so I like to keep him busy. I didn't do any of that when I was young. Well, because you were like a square. No, I did. I played tennis. Oh, well, that's a square. <laughs> now, do you girls have a reality show? Not yet. They're working on it. Uh, <laughs> well, I wish you would because you know I have to promo this now, so I need silencio. It's quiet. <laughs> Okay, I'm, work, be, I'm awesome. working with Stan. Hey, hang on one sec. Hang on one sec. Hang on this one sec. This is important. I'm working with Stan Zimmerman, who wrote the first season of The Golden Girls. And oh. now he has written a show called Silver Foxes about four gay men similar to The Golden Girls. It's oh. fabulous. It's funny. It's witty. And the networks think it's too gay. They don't want gay shows. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. Sadly you know, serious. I, Sadly it's a shame. Serious. It's a shame because there's no equality there when it comes to I feel at, you know the media as far as like television. It's you know basically what ninety eight percent heterosexual. So it's not really fair. It's not. 
I mean, even for gay kids growing up watching television or kids who have gay parents, they don't, they watch TV and all they see are heterosexual parents with kids. And, you know, yeah, you have a few programs here and there, but where's the equality where there's more? What slays me is half of the things on television are husbands and wives killing each other, fighting, or cheating on each other. Exactly. That's the morals that they're teaching young heterosexual children today. But to put a gay show on about gay men who are just gay but not sexual or divorcing or killing each other is not suitable for the GP public. Now, Heavenly Divorced, Fran Dress's sex second show. Divorced, happily, happily Divorced. Happily Divorced. Fran Dress's show was kicked off the air to put a piece of crap on that lasted three weeks. That's I don't great. know if you ever saw it. It was wonderful. It was about a... Uh, her, her life sort of she was married to a gay man who came out at 26 years after marriage mm -hmm. and they're best friends um well, just gay oh she i haven't seen it she did yeah actually. wasn't it fun oh yeah with the, with the, the nanny oh the is it oh yeah that's okay. fran drescher yeah fran drescher's yeah. the nanny we had her on the show so last i'm year. still working you know for years now to get that show back on the air that's my passion right now i want to give back as they say you know when you get old you have nothing else to do but give back and that's all i've got to do is give back i've come a long way from coming out at 17 to being 77 years old now it's been a whole journey of of intrigue and i've watched it all happen and change and fought for it but we've nearly not gone anywhere as far as the media goes and you yep. know what kills me 70 percent of the media is gay there are more gay women in camera there are more gay guys in hair wardrobe makeup exactly. writing and that's what slays me is that these closet gays don't come out and I want to out them and say, get the hell out. You don't have to be. No, look, you, you want to the hairdresser is like a. come out. The hairdresser is a flat fag. You think nobody knows you're an old queen? Please, Mary, look. I've seen so many. You know, I've make, I do films and I've seen so many makeup guys and they walk around. They say they have a wife and a child. I said, how'd that fucking miracle happen with this right. queen? That's what gets me. The networks have so many gay. I had a show in California and I was on Time Warner Cable. And I got called into the office for asking Jane Russell in an interview what size bra she was. Well, that wasn't what it was. They were using that as an excuse because they were shades gay. And then they told me, don't be too gay. Imagine telling me not to be too How do you gay. tell someone, don't be too gay? Well, they did. This, 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 this was six years ago. So now you take the ball and you run with it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I agree. It's just, it's ignorance and it's just, you know, it shouldn't even be that way now where, you know, since, I mean, I feel that uh, ever since gay marriage became legalized that, you know, a lot of uh, people have gotten married and are raising families. So that has changed a lot. And I feel that since it is legalized, that should have opened up people's eyes a little bit more too. And I don't know if it has, I think that, I don't know if it's the older generation or uh, where you are geographically that has. No, 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 no. It's no generation. It's religion. Religion is the worst thing that could happen to gay people because my sister does not speak to me for many, many years because she found out I was gay. And she said, 
you were married, you have two children. Why did you divorce your wife and choose that lifestyle? And I said, neat, Anita is the name. I said, I didn't choose a lifestyle. I've always been gay. I've been born gay. Don't you remember when your girlfriends used to call me a fairy? You forgot that? <laughs> and you used to get mad because they'd say, oh, your brother's a little fairy. Because I right. had to play dolls with them. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, it's because it just wasn't acceptable back then. I mean, Chris and I came out late in life, too. And, you know, we were both married before. And naturally, when, you know, we had children. But I knew I was gay since I could remember. Forever. Six or seven years old. I remember. I knew that I I liked girls. And, you know, you kind of, I kind of pushed it back. In, my, in the back of my head because I felt like, oh, it's wrong because of, you know, you, you're born, you're in a Catholic family and, you know, you're told that the right thing to do is to get married to a man and yeah, have children. And it, it was frightening, you know? Didn't, any, didn't anybody in the Catholic religion tell you that 70% of the priests are fags and half of the nuns are dykes? I mean, <laughs> did you ever see some of these nuns? They have beards. They have friggin' mustaches and beards. And they walk like truck drivers, and when they talk, they talk like, hey, I mean, they are killer 18-wheeler dykes, and they're nuns. Right. What, dykes is not derogatory. Yeah, it is. Well, it is not. In my day, everybody, I know, but this is the oh, nowadays. Oh, please. I don't give a shit about nowadays. I'm 77, and I can say whatever <laughs> I want. My days, today, too many people are fainting over too many names. In my days, you were an old queen, a young queen, a pretty queen, a fairy, a faggot, a whatever. Better than fudge packer. That's the shit they used to say yeah, today. That's terrible. No, Those they don't the say that cr- anymore. But in my day, a di- listen, <laughs> I had a friend, my friend, my, I had a very good friend. She was a femme. Never know she was gay. And, you know, we would describe, who are you going out with? I'm going out with Chopsy. Oh, she's a bull dyke. I mean, those are the words we use. Nobody got offended. I know, but that's a different but, time. It, well, well, too bad. People should ease up, loosen up. Stop already. If there were well, any, way to, like any way to get. Hang on, let her talk. Wait, the only way to get rid of labels is to use them, and the labels go away. Yeah, I mean, I just feel it's hypocritical. You know, if you're a religious person, and you're you believe in God and you believe in Jesus, who, uh, you know, was well, sandals, a long dress, and only hung and, out. And with you know, them. forgive everyone, forgive everyone for their sins, and forgive this, and forgive you know. But yet, you're going to you say it's wrong to be gay or, you know, God's going to punish you or you're going to go to hell and all of that nonsense. I mean, you know, we're all human beings. We're all apparently in the Catholic religion, we're all made in the image of God. Well, then if that's the case, then we should be accepted because we're absolutely, absolutely. All right. So let's go to the TV thing a little bit. First of all, because I think it's true. Um, there's nothing much on TV. Somebody in the chat room wrote, we have Frankie and Grace, which is kind of like a cute show. It's mm-hmm. not really, it's not very gay, though. It's about two straight women whose husbands who happen gay. to be straight. No, no, one is gay. What's her name? Is a lesbian. Uh, Lily Tomlin. Lily Tomlin's gay. But she plays yeah. straight. Yeah, she movie. is, right. Yeah. Um, and the story, the storyline to me sometimes is a little offensive, you know. Because here's my whole thing. Like, I think, first of all, like, if they had a Gady Bunch television reality show about two lesbians raising five kids would be a hit. I I can't see why it wouldn't be a hit, so I think it would be a really good thing. And the thing that that I think that there's a problem with on television, except for in very few shows since we're not really represented, and that's why I think Silver Foxes would be so good, is, like, right now we're, we're, we're way behind the eight ball, and we're watching Downton Abbey. 
and right. uh, <laughs> uh, downtown but Abbey. they had a gay wait, character. Wait, wait, let me, let me finish I just have to it. I know, that's what I'm talking about. It's my story. <laughs> <laughs> let me freaking tell it. So in downtown Abbey, in downtown Abbey, because I always call it wrong, the one gay character that you know is gay and everybody knows is gay, he's the evil one who beats people up and lies and cheats and does all the terrible stuff. And smokes stuff. and smokes. He does, like, everything wrong, and it would be nice if they were going to be, if you were going to make a movie and have, like, gay characters, that not every gay character has to be the serial killer, the pedophile, the whatever it is that's wrong, right. you know? Why can't we just be normal two people? We have a house with a picket fence. We go to the movies and eat dinner. Thank and you. we have two dogs. And one, dogs. <laughs> and one eats rug. We have, two, we have two dogs and seven cats, so you can imagine the craziness here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Like, I mean, as far as we go... We don't like to label ourselves. Yes, we're lesbians, but our whole point of Gaty Bunch is the fact that we are no different than our neighbors next door who, you know, the husband leaves for work, the mom, you know, stays home, drives the kids to school, to, you know, football, this and that. We do the same exact thing. So we are no different other than just Absolutely. being two women married with kids. We do nothing else. We sit down at the table every night. We say a prayer every night before we eat. And we talk about our day. You know, we have family time. We spend time with our children. Of course, they like to go do their own thing, take their rides at night to go get iced coffees and what have you. And, you know, then and we meet can... the boys. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, but I she mean... lights up when I say boys. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's she glows. Sure. glows. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, and that's the way it should be, though. Like, wait, you have, do you have a boyfriend, Alessandria? No, not yet. You don't? Not? What do you mean? Stop, mom. Don't answer. Not yet. <laughs> fourteen. No, she's have... probably not allowed to date yet. Then. Oh, don't don't be one of those. Parents. Well, let's just say no. They do it at school. No, behind let me her tell back. You, let me tell you something. <laughs> and I was growing up. Oh, years ago. All the girls that had strict parents became the whores of the neighborhood. All the girls that dressed sexy that they thought were whores were virgins. Because right. they didn't, you know, you, could, you know the analogy of that. Yeah. Second, so I want to know, as a 14-year-old Alessandra, like, who's a celebrity that you're like, oh, my God, he is so cute. Like, I would love to, like, have him take me to a dance or something. Like, who's somebody who you think is really good looking? Sean Mendes. Oh, really? Who? Sean Mendes. Oh, yeah, she, she's obsessed. <laughs> That's her favorite. He's, he's a singer. He's a he's a very popular singer. Is he cute? Yeah, he's cute. I don't. He's not really like my kind of cute. Like I don't really like young anyway. As you, uh, I'm married to Ron. But... He's very young. <laughs> Did you see the insult I just got? Well, if I was gonna no older. I but... don't like young. I like them old, like Ron. <laughs> but you know, like who I think could. You know, I. I, oh, yeah. I Ron, know, like, you don't look like you're. You don't look. Did you say you were seventy-seven? Seventy-seven, and he's don't look it. We look I'm the 52. same. I'm 52. We look the same because I look old. I can't help right. it. Right. So I'm not bad. And I don't like old. And I like what about old. like, like I'm really like my favorite two, my favorite song right now, like just about is that song. It's called, I think it's called Back to You and it's uh, Louie Thomas. Oh, I love One Direction. And, uh, and so I like that. And I think Zayn Malik as a young guy is like kind of like cute bad boy guy. And I also think, uh, well, I love. How about you like that "Sorry Not Sorry" song, that new Demi Lovato oh, song? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I have to keep. I keep track of all the See, stuff since I work in the music. I, and I like Johnny Mathis and Peggy Lee. Do you know who they are, Alexander? <laughs> no, I do, <laughs> unfortunately. Don't, don't, unfortunately. Don't you love Johnny Mathis? The truth. 
I do, and I, you know, I, I grew up. I grew up listening to the those, you know, their music. So yeah, right. I so, like the oldies, but I'm also forced to like the girl, the music the girls listen to. See, what happens is if I drive alone, I get to listen to my music. Right. When I drive with the girls in the car, it's all them. So I'm I listen to all kinds of Shawn Mendes. I don't mind Shawn Mendes, and no, I like Shawn Mendes. And One Direction. We actually took the girls to a One Direction concert, and it was fantastic. We had a we had a great, great. They're terrific, and they're like superstars. I mean, like they're the superstars of of now. Too bad they broke up. You know. But I love that BB Rexa like song with like Louis with Louis Tomlinson. I think that's like really like cool. And I didn't even I mean I had heard of BB Rexa, but like three years ago she was like a nobody and now she's like on Good Morning America and she's like everywhere you see her. And so I was just surprised. So like do you listen to mostly pop music? Do you listen to rap music or what do you like? Everything. Yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. Right, let's get let's get back to what really we got, we got like three minutes. So. Oh really, but one quick question. What do you think of transsexual? People. Transgender. Transgender. They're people. They're human. Well, what do you think about it? In other words. Well, I feel like, I mean, I saw something today where they're not allowed to be in the military, uh, apparently, and I, right. I feel that's insane. Terrible. I, I just, they deserve the same equal rights, just they're people. They're human beings, and this is who they are. Um, I feel like if, you know, especially these young kids who want to use uh, a bathroom they want to go into you know a girl's bathroom or a boy's bathroom there shouldn't be any issues with that um they're treated unfairly well unfortunately it's becoming um almost a punishment they're doing things now to punish these people Things like not letting them use a bathroom and things like not going in the military and other things, too. I don't know who's doing it. I mean, I suspect it was something I read about Donald Trump was trying to change that. He changed it today. Oh, he did change he it. He said that transgender people cannot be in the uh, military. Yeah. Cannot. Cannot. Okay. That's terrible. I have no political opinions. I'm not allowed. But anyway, if I did, boy, would I be screwed. So hold on, because we've only got a minute. I want to give out all their stuff so people can find them. So first of all, you guys, um, the Gady, you guys are the Gady Bunch on everything, right? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's at Gady Bunch on Twitter, you guys. The um, Gady family. You- you want to go to the GatyBunchFamily.com and check out the Gaty Bunch blog. You want to check out, check out Tammy's Corner, and you definitely want to check out the bonus features because they have family videos and they have wedding pictures from when they got married and all kinds of really fun stuff. So you want to check it out. We want to give a little shout-out to the rest of the family. So we got Bianca, Michael, Anthony, Chris, and your, and your other son, which I don't remember his name. But anyway, for the whole family, we want to say hi to all the rest of them. Thank you. And I just want to say this because I'm on fire, burning. Mr. Trump, (laughs) everybody's supposed to be equal. Equal. Equality. Equal. Yes. Do you know the word equal, Donald? Well, you're not making everybody equal by telling a certain sector of the population they cannot be in the military. 15,000. Okay. Okay, Mr. Trump. Oh, Alessandra just made a statement. 15,000 people, transsexual people, are are in the military. So 15,000 people. Transgender people are going to get kicked yeah. out. So now they're going to get kicked out of the military. Yeah, basically, yes. I'm pretty sure there might, there might even be what more. What kind of equality is this? 
None. What kind of, I mean, what are we out of our minds? Get that son of a bitch out of the White House. Okay? <laughs> he should, he Get him out of the White House. To begin with. He shouldn't have been put there to begin with. Well, he's there. Now it's our duty to get him out of there. Not that I wanted the other one, because she's another lesbian. That Clinton <laughs> bitch. At least she was family. <laughs> you know, if we had Clinton, Mrs. Clinton in there, she's a lesbian, but she's family. She wouldn't have done bad for gay people. <laughs> you don't think she was a lesbian? What about the love letters? Please, there's so much dirt on her. Anyway, we got to go. Hold on. So one and more time. What's wrong with her being a lesbian? Why do people make it like a negative? Oh, she's a lesbian. That's like she's bad. You know, I hate the world. I'm really upset about things I just heard. This is one of my fights that I fight for. Equality of people. Yes. I, these people go through hell to become what they want to be. And then you're going to exclude them from being a, like everybody else? It's wrong. Yeah. It is. I mean, what is wrong with that man, the president, with all this bullshit in the beginning, how I was going to treat gay people so good? Anyway, we gotta go. So here's what we're gonna do. Everybody, please follow at Gady Bunch. They're so great on Twitter. It's a great, great family. We would love to get them on primetime television so everybody can see gay people like just that are just that are no different than anybody else in that we live the same kind of lives, you know. We're either some of us are screwed up and some of us are perfect just like straight people it's exactly the same thing there's no difference whatsoever um so follow them on twitter and we want to thank you both thank Tammy you and Alex, yes. for coming thank on the you. show thank, thank you for you. having us jimmy and ron I hope, you, I hope you get to go on a date with sean mendez why don't we tweet him and tell him you wanted him to take you to like your eighth grade dance or ninth exactly. grade dance or they, something. Would, they would kill themselves <laughs> could you imagine her taking him to a prom be a lot of fun they do it all justin bieber did it. i they know that it. but if she went to a prom with him nobody would ever talk to her again yeah, they would they'd be they so jealous <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to make that happen let's see if we can work it out on twitter all right you guys thank you so thank much you bye 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 Okay. What nice, nice family. So, what's Sam. up, Drew? Drew's in the chat room. How you doing, Eileen Shapiro? Hey, Drew. In the chat room. Wait, wait, Hi. wait, Drew. What do you think of this news? He's like super upset about it. I'm upset about it, and I'm on the air, and I'm not supposed to have any kind of political views. Well, <laughs> he's he's tweeting out like that. We need to get Trump kicked off Twitter. I mean, how do you say equality? Diversity. He uses those words. For what? Only white, blue-eyed American Protestants who have money? What about all the rest of the world? And the rest of the people? Right. The president is supposed to be for the people of the United States of America. And we are Not the just people. for certain people. How dare he say that... Oh, anyway, I, I can't. Uh, our, our show is not about this. Folks. Jimbo, I got so a 917 calling in. Take him and let's see if we can call Lynn. So for, I saw Lynn's face. Lynn was popping in. No, he wasn't there yet. I saw Lynn. There was a picture of Lynn. Lynn I'll get smiling. Lynn here I know. We had to be called too early. Hello, hello. I waved at him. Uh, hi there. It's Tobley. Hey, how you doing? Can you t spell that for me? It's a T-O-B-L-Y. Love it. All right, everybody. So we have Tobley in in a second. Lynn Shore, we're calling. Chad, you're calling Lynn now, right? Yes, sir. Tobley, what's your last name? McSmith. McSmith. What a cool name. I love right, it. Thank you. Oh, there's Lynn. Cool. Lynn. Okay. Hey, Lynn. How you doing? Uh-oh. We don't hear him. We don't hear you. Oh, why can't we hear Lynn? I don't know. Check your settings, Lynn, on your input. If you have a Mac, you got to check the Apple settings and the Skype settings. Make sure that's set onto the correct mic. 
Here we go. We're working on it. So he's working on that <laughs> as we go along. And we have. Meanwhile, we're, we're going to be talking about the, the new hit musical that's taking New York by storm. Lynn, it seems like it almost it almost is working and then it stops. How about now? How yes, about sir. now? You got Yay! it. You're on. You're on. You're on. Oh, hello, my little friends. Hello, my big friend. How are you, my dear? I'm doing well. So nice to see your faces. Yours, too, but I'd like to look at Terry. Where is she? Oh, she's, uh, she's off. She's off. She's getting me stuff, you know. Oh, she's not, she's not going to. She has no makeup on. It has not done. She's out running errands right now. Oh, you should have Terry, too. Hang on. So say hi. Uh, hold on for, let's just introduce everybody. So, Terry's his wife, by the way. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulous Lynn Shore, and his writing partner. Is it writing partner, right? No, no, no. But oh, we can introduce. We can Tobley McSmith. Tobley McSmith. Hello, hello. He's a writer, though, right? Yes, he is, right. he is yeah. the writer. Okay, there you go. So he's a writer, and so we want to welcome Lynn Shore and Tobley McSmith. Hello, and hello. welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, yeah, thanks for having us. I know you can only see my face. You'd rather see Tobley's. He's much better looking than me. He's younger and better looking. Oh, but me? Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Well, of course, always talking about you. <laughs> Meanwhile, baby doll, you're going to have a lot of money because this show is going to be such a smash hit. What a clever idea. Can't yeah, wait we, to see it. Cannot wait to see it. I right, heard right, you right, sold. Yeah. Hold your soul. Heard you sold out. Well, <laughs> tickets uh, tickets open up for sale uh, on uh, the th- first of 1st. August. August first. So uh, we hope to be sold out. I'm sure you will. What's going on with the, my favorite fifty fifty ish? Oh, the fifty ish show has been out on the road. It's now going to come back into New York for a little bit of a punch up because uh, it's been a while. Need to punch up, and then it'll go back out on the road again. Because I, you know, I want to do something with it when when we ever move to Palm Springs. So hang yeah, on, yeah. Let's bring, I'm going to bring Tobley. So Tobley, you've never been on the show before, and from what I understand, you've written a bunch of parody type shows. Tell us a little bit about some of the shows you've written, real quick. Yeah, it's me and my uh, co-writer. His name is Bob McSmith, and um, we love doing some '90s parodies. We started with Stay by the Bell. We moved on to Showgirls, the best movie that was ever made. Uh, Full House. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. Fuller House, that has to be a big hit because they did so much stuff with that lately. Uh, yeah, you could call it that. Perez Hilton was in it, which was pretty amazing. And uh, we did Cat Dashians and got sued by Andrew Lloyd Webber. So, yeah, we've been around the block. <laughs> it sounds like it, but, but the wrong neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Always the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> they don't allow us on the nice neighborhood. No. Kardashian Street? No, thanks. So let's let's hey. go then. So you are the writer now. You're the writer now of Friends the Musical then, right? Yes. We, Me and Bob have moved on to Friends the Musical, um, which is kind of amazing. We cover all 10 seasons, which is ridiculously hard to do in an hour, two hours, but we got, we got it covered. And, you know, it's fun. It's dirty. There's going to be good music. Lynn will be there every night. Every night. So, Lynn, what, tell what, us, what are you doing yeah. now in it? Are you in it? No, no, no. So, I'm the lead producer. Okay. Uh, gonna, so he's going to play yay, Gunther, Yay, for Lynn. I told yeah. you you're going to be rich. I'm going to play Gunther and Rachel. I'm going to be the Rachel understudy. <laughs> Just no, he's, he's lying. He's playing the couch. Yes. I'm the couch. Everyone will, li- will, will sit on me. So, I am... <laughs> I am, uh, yeah, Who's I'm the producing. the lucky one that sits on your face? 
I think Ron Russell's coming in for that part. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, uh, I'm in the audience. Yeah, <laughs> laughing so, my ass off and enjoying your wonderful stuff. Oh, it's going to be great. We're we're opening up a St. Luke's Theater. Uh, previews start October 13th. Uh, official opening night will be October 27th. Uh, it's going to be really fantastic. Uh, it's a uh, it's a great show. Bob and Tobley have put together something very very funny. People are going to love it. And we're getting a lot of great reaction. We're getting we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, pop culture hits. You know, Entertainment Weekly, Entertainment Tonight. You know, Good Morning America, things like that. Companies like that are are looking at our show and they're they're tweeting about it and talking about it. So we we expect uh, that that we'll do quite well. I actually uh, googled it just to see like what kind of press and stuff you've gotten, and I found right. stuff in Har- Harper's Bazaar, L.A. Times. Broadway World, British Vogue, Time, E News, Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly. I mean, those are like all like those aren't like little like you know little shit hitters. Those are like the major major hitters. So I, hey, I think not, that everybody's we're, looking at this. Yeah, we're not fucking around on this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Way to go, Lynn. So let's tell everybody. now. Listen to me. When are you moving? You're getting a winter house in Palm Springs, right? Yeah, we're we're thinking about getting a. Not allowed uh, to say uh, that. Uh, we're thinking about getting a place out there. Um, you know that because we've met you. Because we, you have, we met you two out in Palm Springs mm-hmm. once before. Right. We'd we'd love to have you out there. You know, we have a tremendous uh, gang of all people in the biz. You know, actors, soap opera people that we all hang out together. And you and Tessie belong right there. Where is she? She's so. I love his wife. He's got the most beautiful wife. So and sweet. Hang on. So Lynn. Uh, so I, I have in the chat room Eileen Shapiro and Eileen Shapiro. I don't know if you even know, but like I started a PR company with Eileen Shapiro called right. World Star PR, right. and she just asked if we want an interview. Uh, she she writes for the Huffington Post. She writes for Louder Than War, Get Out Magazine, which is like the only, only gay, gay magazine, magazine in, in New, uh, York. New York. That's where you. That's actually be. a physical magazine. If they could put you on that cover, and. Uh, so she she's asking me so like you want to uh, I think that it would be good we'd get a lot of press because she gets stuff out really quickly if you're interested I can hook you up and we can get you in some of that stuff yeah absolutely I'd love to get her um, I'd love to love to get an interview uh, her to interview Topley and Bob and and uh, really get a, a feel for what they've done and what they're creating for for us here and she lives in New York so like if possible we want to let her to come with us when we come on your own <laughs> great 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 well we'll work. We'll She's fabulous. You'll love her. You'll love her. And you'll love her. And guess what her chest size is? To tell to uh, thirty-two B. No. Wow. Gigantic. Thirty-six D. double D. And double she's D. and she's five foot tall. She's a tiny I love, little. I love her already. So Tobley, I want actually has to use a wheelbarrow. She puts her tits yeah. in the wheelbarrow when she walks. <laughs> Hang on, I want to go back, Tobley. So like we love her. She's a dear friend. Yeah, she's a dear friend. I love my my sweetie pie. What's her name again, Eileen? <laughs> Tobley, what's your what's your what's your writing partner's name again? It's Bob Bob McSmith. So you why, both why don't we see wait, you? Because uh, he's not Skype. I couldn't what? afford a computer. Can't afford a computer. Oh, go we're pick paying, up a, go we're pick paying, on a pay phone. We're paying him uh, peanuts, you know, actual peanuts, the bags yeah. from Southwest Airlines. That's what we give him. The, re- the reason yeah, I'm asking yeah. is because you both have Mick Smith as the last name, so it's either a brother, a father, or a husband. Uh, it's all three. I'm also his grandpa. <laughs> Listen <Okay>. to me. <laughs> if, you're young and, if you're young and cute, go to the townhouse, pick up some guy, and ask him if okay. he has a computer. And then go on his computer, then dump him. He might not be. Where, where are you actually calling us from? 
I'm I'm in New York. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, he knows the townhouse. Give me a break. I'll find oh. a townhouse. I'll oh, you don't know the townhouse, right, Rosanna? Give me a break. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh you guys. Hold on, hey. we got to get this information out for everybody. So first of all, you guys, it's called Friends the Musical. They have a Twitter, and we need everybody to follow it because not very many people are following it. So please follow at Friends, F-R-I-E-N-D-S, 2017 NYC. So it's Friends 2017 New York City. Um, the opening night is at St. Luke's Theater on October 13th. Address, but, address. I don't know the address. No, the address is St. Luke's. What street? No, we're going to give them. Shh. We have other information yeah, to give them. It's 46th and 8th. 46th and 8th, folks. So listen up, though, you guys. They have a website. It's called FriendsMusicalParody.com. FriendsMusicalParody.com. And from what I was told, and Lynn will correct me if I'm incorrect, go and sign up with your email and sign up to be on their list. And then if you want to get tickets before they sell out, if you're on their email list, you get a chance to buy the tickets July 31st, which is one day before they go on sale to the general public. And this is going to sell out very, very quickly. So if you want to see it, that might be a great way for you to actually go and guarantee that you get a ticket before they sell out. Is that right? You are absolutely correct. Nailed it. Absolutely Nailed correct. It. Now listen, this is like foreplay. You have to come back beginning of October so we could have full orgasm. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We'll just stroke I it between now like and then. A week, a week before the opening, so we really belt it out there fresh. Because people forget from now until October. By then, though, they'll be sold out. Too bad. I'm glad. <laughs> I, give yeah, a shit, so I give a shit about the jerks that didn't buy it on time. Frig them. Let them wait. <laughs> Let them stand in the rain and wish. I love so, that you said frig them. Frig them. <laughs> them. That's so Brooklyn, New York, frig. It's when you want to be nice yeah. and not say fuck them. You know, you want to say frig them. And you can follow Lynn Shore also, you guys. He's at Lynn Shore Music on Twitter. It's L-Y-N-N-S-H-O-R-E-M-U-S-I-C. And again, you guys, you got to go to the website and sign up. It's friendsmusicalparody.com. And who lots wrote all the information songs? Going out, all, lots of information going out every day on, uh, on our Facebook page and also on our Instagram so just look for Friends the Musical, Friends Musical Parody. There you go. And I'm retweeting everything from their thing. So if you guys are, uh, most of everybody's in my feed. Yeah, and so on you'll Facebook, I send it out all over the place, too. So Bob and Tobley uh, wrote the book and the lyrics. Okay. Yeah, and, I was going to ask who wrote the lyrics. Right. And Asaf Gleisner. Gleisner. Who wrote yeah. the music? Wrote the music. Asaf Gleisner. Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> the person He's who wrote guy. the music. We found at the townhouse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like you. That was quick. <laughs> very fast. Very nice. You should have asked him if he had a computer before you yeah. write your music. Lesson learned. Yeah. Lesson learned is right. <laughs> uh, so, Lynn, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit, anyway. Go That's on. okay because we got to. I, I want to do it. Go. I want to go yeah, over anyway, one more time. We're, we're going to see you in the beginning of October. We'll do a full time with you. Yeah, we'll do a. We'll do a, maybe. We'll do an in person interview with the team. Um, and you guys will you guys will uh, come in. Maybe you'll do some sort of expose on opening night. Yes, and if you have a mm -hmm. clip, uh, if you have a dress rehearsal clip, send it to Chad, and we'll run it. Okay, so I'll send I'll send you when we when we take some clips of stuff. Dress rehearsal, mm -hmm. and, and that's where we'll send them a taster, a little <laughs> tidbit, so they can know what they're getting. What's a ticket, by the Everybody way? Everybody, I have ticket. to give out how much the ticket is. The tickets are from thirty nine fifty to ninety nine dollars. Oh, you're not getting three hundred like Bette Midler. 
Oh, well, <laughs> is that ridiculous? As soon as you oh, move, as soon, as soon as you move to the next That's, year. I mean, I love Bette Midler, and I met Bette Midler. She was changing her daughter's diaper. That's how many years ago I met her. And Bette Midler, in person, is nothing like Bette Midler on stage. She's quite normal and very, you know, like dull. But three hundred—I I wish I could run into her now. Three hundred bucks, Bette. You got balls. Oh, and they're <laughs> filling it up. They're selling it out. And they're making money. Selling it out. I mean, going out of our minds. All right, so one more time because we got to move on because I've got other things we got to go. But then again, on. just think if you got 300 for First your of all, show, wait, you could build a beautiful house. Well, Lynn, Springs. text me your email when you uh, get off of here. Just text it to me and that way I'll uh, hook you up with Eileen. Okay. And uh, uh, everybody, one more time, follow at Friends 2017 New York City on Twitter and look up for uh, Friends Musical or Friends Musical Parody on Facebook and Instagram. Um, go to friendsmusicalparody.com and make sure you sign up to have an opportunity to buy tickets one day before the general public. And tickets go on sale for everybody else on August 1st. And and the first screening is, or first showing, or whatever you call it, I don't even know. What do you call it? First previews. First previews Preview. is October 13th. <clears throat> so we want everybody to uh, support it. It's going to be a great show, and you're going to be one of those people where you want to say that you got to see it before the tickets got to be too expensive. And everybody out there knows Ron Russell does not blow smoke up anybody's ass, and I tell it like it is whether they like it or not. But I know Lynn well enough to know he wouldn't put 10 cents in a musical if it wasn't a fabulous musical. There you go. And he's got good taste. And <laughs> it doesn't it really is fabulous. Now you have to go see 50-ish. I went and Happy I, I 50-ish. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and I was so happy. I when I left the theater, I was so happy that I was giggling on the way home thinking of some of the uh the, the things they did. But the one that I love, you know that is the you know when you get old you can't pee anymore. And there's a scene where he's peeing in a bush and singing a song, which is hilarious. I mean, I, I cry from that one. Anyway, so we got to go. Got to see 50-ish, folks. So, so Toby and, and Lynn, we want to thank you for filling us in on the new show. And we'll see you on social media. And anything that you need to get put out there, just let me know. Text it to me or whatever. And, I'll and sure me we get too, it out baby. There. Whatever you want, I'll do. And give me nice. give my Jesse a big hug and a kiss for me, okay? Yeah, I absolutely will. Oh, yeah, say She's hello. So All right, you guys. Thank you okay. so much. Thanks okay, for having us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good luck, you guys. Bye-bye. And, and have fun in the townhouse. <laughs> oh, All right. I will. I'm headed there now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, all right. Boy, bye you bye. got there fast. Yeah, he's quick. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Okay. So, Chad. That's me, yes, sir. I, in one second, I'm going to do a quick little promo thing, and then in one second after that, we're going to play uh, Togo Ultra Rock song that we told everybody we'd play right. uh, last week, and then after that, we'll have to call our guest. So the here we go. The song is titled Fuck You, Fuck You. <laughs> No, it's called Fuck You, Just Fuck You. Just once. All right, everybody. So this is a cool thing I found on Twitter. And who do you know who has the smelliest feet? I have the solution to get rid of those terrific smell. Terrible, not terrific. Ah, I have the solution to get rid of those terrible smelling feet, and it's called a Zorpad, which I'm holding up in the light right now so everybody can see it. It's a little teeny square that you stick in the bottom of your shoes. And the Zorpads are odor-eliminating shoe inserts made from NASA-tested technology. The stick-in-place, make-no-mess, lasts up to 60 wears and are only $5 for a pair. And this is awesome, because everybody's got smelly feet. Well, we don't, but most people... <laughs> most people do, and they're given a discount just for coming on the show. If you hear it from the show, if you go to Zorpads.com, use the discount code JIMMY, J-I-M-M-Y, you get a dollar off, so it's only going to be $4 a pair. I think it's the coolest like new invention. That's the only reason why I'm like bringing it up in the first place. I met him on Twitter. It's a really cool thing. It's an interstellar shoe odor destruction. And again, you get to take a dollar off the Zorpad if you uh, 
if you use the discount code Jimmy when you check out and you go to Zorpads.com and get it. And I think you guys should check it out. And also follow him on Twitter because I told him I would like to see if we could get some followers. And it's at Zorpads, Z-O-R-P-A-D-S on Twitter. So follow them. It's really, really cool. They send it on a little card, which is really cool. And uh, and I just love the whole thing that Nassau NASA tested technology. It's supposed to really work really, really good. I'm going to know for sure because next week I'm going to be I'm going to put it in my shoes and I'm going to wear it and see if my shoes stink. And uh, I hopefully they won't. So check it out. Zorpads.com and plug in a plug in the code Jimmy and get it for four bucks. How's that? You know, it really stinks. Those stupid. <laughs> good segue. Gay look pink sunglasses. Uh, eyeglasses you have on pink. <laughs> they stink. <laughs> Actually, I got so complimented on these everywhere oh, I went. I'm sure they must have said, look at this old queen with pink eyeglasses. <laughs> no, they loved it. How butch. How do you like my pink glasses, Chad? I can't remember the name of that lady who used to have a talk show back in the 90s. What was Sally something? <laughs> uh, Sally Jesse Raphael. What a good compliment. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, oh, that laugh. Oh, yeah. uh. when, oh, I can't. It just blew my mind. Anyway. Oh, that's uh, good stuff. So, yeah, you know. Uh, I know Lynn for a long time now. I love Lynn. Lynn and his wife, Terry, they're dear friends of ours. And he's got good taste and he's so talented. And he's really, uh, he loves his work so much that I know that he wouldn't do anything that he didn't feel 100% was going to be great. So that's why I know the show is going to be fabulous. Do buy tickets, folks, because, and especially the uh, 50-ish one, buy it. All right, so here we go. It's about a guy turning 50, and it's his 50th birthday party, and they sing all these things about everything that happens at 50. It's, a, it's really delightfully funny. All right, so here's what we're going to do now. Chad, you got it? I get the it. song? Yes, sir. All right, guys, so this is the song we were talking about last week with our guest, Togo Ultra Rock, and uh, he has a new EP. It came out on Monday, and it's called Ultra Rock. It's got five songs on it, and one of the songs, which um, is a pretty short song, is called... Fuck you, just fuck you. And he told us about it last week, my but I didn't favorite, have it. My favorite. I didn't have it for us to be able to play so anybody could hear it. So we're going to play it now for everybody. I hope you guys like it. Here it is Togo Ultra Rocks. Fuck you, just fuck you. Fuck you, just fuck you. I don't know how to tell you that she said I dumped your ass, but I'm still in love with you. Well, here's the thing. But she shut the door and left without a reason or a rhyme. So I say, fuck you, just fuck you. You held on to me so tight it led me to believe I'd get to fuck What a great, it's a great song. There's Echo. You got Echo? Chad. Echo. Now we don't. Not anymore. It it's was a, a, I told you it was a quick song. But you know what? It's a great song to own 
Because if you break up with somebody or they break up with you, you ring them up on your cell phone and then you play this song so that, you know, you don't seem like you're angry. And the song will sing, fuck you, fuck you. It's a great song. I love the way he I put mean, the whole thing together. It's disgusting to use that sort of language. Thank God I never do. I, oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, can't I can't imagine those words coming out of my mouth. I think you right, were the Drew? inspiration for that God. song. Zod Drew, right? He said you were the inspiration for that song. I was, <laughs> <laughs> truthfully. But Zod Drew, you've never heard a, a nasty word come out of my mouth, right, Zod? Yeah, never. At dinner parties and stuff or pool parties up at your house. I'm always very nice and demure. Goddess is like you talk like a 15-year-old. Not <laughs> with your fuck use. <laughs> Goddess, you want the truth? I feel 15. Thank God for that. That I don't, works. Th imagine if I felt 77, I'd be sitting in a wheelchair farting and shitting myself. Oh, Drew wants to know if we can send it to Trump. <laughs> All right, so Chad, let's let's do this. Let's play Demi Lovato, and then we can call our Man, next guest. Make sure that? your dude's all right. He's turning red. Can you? Okay, I know. Okay. He's He's oh, that's funny. So you guys, on the Jimmy Stars World blog, I did a post on this song. It's called Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. I had really never listened to her any of her music before, and then I heard this song, and I was like, oh, my God, I freaking like, love this song. I think you guys will like it a lot, so uh, we're going to uh, play it right now for you guys, and as we're playing it, we're going to call the captain. How's that, Chad? Here we go. Everybody, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. Now I'm out here looking like revenge, feeling like a 10, the best I ever been. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this, but it gets worse. Now you're out here looking like regret, ain't too proud to beg, second chance you'll never get. And yeah, I know how bad it must hurt to see me like this, but it gets worse. Not Baby, I'm the baddest You fucking with a savage Can't have this, can't have this And it'd be nice of me to take it easy on ya But nah Baby Better watch. 
Listening to W4CY Radio with Kane Hill, Hill, Hill. Warm wine and Bourbon and Beyond, a celebration of the spirit and soul of Kentucky. September 23rd and 24th in Louisville, featuring Stevie Nicks, Eddie Vedder, Steve Miller Band, Paul Rogers, and more. Tickets are on sale now at bourbonandbeyond.com. This is Beefcake, the Mighty of Guar for W4CY Radio. What is that? Internet radio? I Heart Radio? I Hate Radio. How about that? Do they have I Hate Radio? Tune in 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time every day to W4CY Radio at W4CY.com for the adventures of Pipe Man. Yeah! 
Can you hear us? Greetings, Jimmy. I can. Good. Hello, hello, everybody. Sorry we had a problem. We have a storm outside, and the whole house lost total power. Um, so we're back, and happy to be here with the captain. So I just wanted to make sure you could hear us before we do our uh, uh, intro. Our intro. Okay, so you can hear us, right? Yes, these are lost waves indeed. A storm firing in from the States. Yes, Captain of the Lost Waves, you gotta love it. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the captain from the Captain of the Lost Waves. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Wonderful to see you both looking like sultry silver sweeping images in a giant syzygy of celestial alignment. Poetic. <laughs> Very what, poetic. What, what, what language was that? Um, <laughs> actually, are you Ron from some other planet? Maybe. Are you are you on a are you on a laptop or are you on a desktop? I'm. Uh, it's some kind of space type of uh, computer. <laughs> I can think. You, I do believe. Down so because we're losing the top of your head. Can you? S- s- okay. There, you there go. we go. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I've become smaller. That's okay. <laughs> now, now you're talking about alien stuff. You know, I believe that. I, I certainly do, Ron. And, and funnily, listening to, to the conversation earlier intrigued me about the human race and power over others is just weakness disguised as strength. Because you, you mentioned Trump. And uh, aren't there some heinous things happening on this planet? And um, I think sometimes maybe an extraterrestrial force may well come here and uh, might kind of spank our bottoms for what's going on. <laughs> we, have, we, we, we are the extraterrestrials. Because that, that millions of years ago, however, whenever, they were here. 
Absolutely. They came here and they built a civilization which time has destroyed. Do you guys have? Don't do you, you ever watch the Ancient do you, Aliens? Do you have that show Ancient Aliens over there? I do. Well, I I I've written a song about it, um, based on an ancient astronaut called Fingeringar Desmond Plume, which of course I believe um, almost everything in the media is perpetuated to make us laugh or mock things, which I think hit at some greater truths, and it makes us feel like, oh, he's a bozo, he's a conspiracy theorist. Um, so you were talking about culture just earlier, about the gay communities and the kind of things that are still happening in a world which seems there's a giant shadow just cast over things. We think everything's much better, but I think there's a, there's a subtle involvement here of, um, it's a bit like bullying. Bullying's become a different, subtle interaction now. It's not quite as physical as it used to be. It's far more profound, I believe. So, so I think you're both completely on it there in terms of what Ron was, Ron was mentioning about Actually. the well, what, what oh, I really on, wait, wait, we didn't introduce everybody though. We need, he knows who you are, but we need to do introductions for people tuning in. So, oh. so before we get started, uh, let me introduce everybody since we've already started. So you already know him, but let's say hi anyway to our cool, outrageous hey, man about town co-host, Mr. My, Ron Russell. Such a pleasure to have my interesting <laughs> guest today. I know I'm going to love every minute of you. And then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Captain on deck. What's going on, Captain? <laughs> Fantastic. Chad, I want, I want to voice over like you as long as Jimmy's. Anytime, I'll hook he you up. He follows me everywhere. He's got the greatest voice ever, too. And then yeah. we've got a chat room full of people, so say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hello. And hello give us everyone in the chat room. And give a special shout-out because Eileen's in the chat room, so say hi to Eileen. Eileen, dear Eileen. And I won't sing that Dex's Midnight Runner song, which I'm sure people have done to you so many times before in the past. Possibly you- overtly. That Dexy song, I love that. Come on, Eileen. I love Eileen. I really love her. I, I do. I love every inch of her, even her 36 double Ds. <laughs> Did you ever see a set of knockers like that? I mean, really? <laughs> I'd heard you mention that on that previous show. I know. I'm fascinated by them. You know, she could knock down buildings with those things. <laughs> the demolition girl. There's <laughs> obviously some sort of lactating hangover still carrying on for you. <laughs> I'm sure Riley could help you out. Absolutely. So, so you guys, first of all, if you want to follow Captain on the on Twitter, he's Captain C A P T A I N O T L W, which stands for Of the Lost Waves. His Facebook is Captain of the Lost Waves. His his uh, website is Captain of the Lost Waves dot com. And he does a different kind of music that not everybody maybe have, is even like aware of. And like like, so, how would you describe your music? I wrote down New Vaudeville Renaissance of the Bard type music like how would you describe it yeah it's 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 a range and it ranges between any kind of emotion um i believe the human journey through music should be like a reflection of life's experiences so uh, going from anything from folk opera um to fun uh renaissance of the bard being interactive with people and an audience um a lot of my performances are promenade performances which is within the audience um so nothing's discounted we go through a range of emotions i think music is like food or like people, every season has its right order and structure which aligns with the mood that we're in. Um, I'm sure like your jingle obviously brings the best out in Ron um, when, you, <laughs> when you feel you need to cheer him up. Um, <laughs> and Ron, no, I want I'm to hear your jingle. He's I, always cheered I'm up. I'm always cheered up. It's just that, you know, I don't discuss politics ever because a fool does when you're in the media. Because if I talk good about Trump, I've had all the people that were Clinton that hate me. So you got to be quiet. You have to shut your mouth and keep your political beliefs to yourself. But when it comes to gay issues, I am a rebel. I have been fighting for gay rights since 1958. 
Okay, I was 18 years old when I got was aware of the fact that I was not equal. I mean, I lived in, in an Italian neighborhood where everybody was equal because if we didn't like somebody, we beat them up and that's it. You know, <laughs> they, at least they, it was they, authentic and honest. <laughs> well, they became equal immediately. You know what I mean? So uh, growing up in the world and back in the 1960s, nobody spoke of gay. Gay was never, ever discussed. It was there. We were all in the closet and I loved it because the police would arrest us in gay bars and we couldn't, we, if you went and drag, you had to sneak. And it was an excitement. There was a, a, a mystery about it. Yes, yes. Then we decided to come out of the closet and we've never come out of the closet where people are nice to us like they're nice to black people. But Absolutely. in the privacy of their home, they still refer to us as fags and black people as niggers. So there you go. Where is the equality? This bullshit. It's all phony. It's all fake. When the day comes that people are really equal and when they say in their homes good things about everybody in the privacy of their homes, that's when we're equal. But right now we have people like I feel Mr. Trump is a bullshit artist. He loves everybody. He's nice to everybody. He, I met the man. He's the most charming man in the world. Very charming and very kind and very nice and very gracious. But he shouldn't be president because he's not being equal. So he says things and on the microphone, but in the privacy of his home, he mm. says something else. And that's not a true president. That's not who we want. Anyway, I don't want to talk politics. But also, I just want to defend him. I think it's horrific. The things they say about his children, his wife, and him, it's disrespectful. It's not nice. Keep it to yourself. He's our president, and we must respect him. Because if we don't respect him, the rest of the world won't respect him, and then we're in trouble. So now we have a problem here. We, we, we talk about bashing. No one has been bashed more than Donald Trump. The bashing. I don't want, okay, we need no, to stop I just have to do, Well, I have to be honest because I said something before that he shouldn't be president, and now I want to say something good. He, I feel bad for the man because he's probably going to kill himself one day. Nobody could live with that sort of hatred that he has, uh, <laughs> that he has been experiencing. Mm -hmm. anyway. and, I, and the last thing I'll say on it, Jimmy, is that, is that often we are distracted, aren't we, from the real issues. So a pantomime villain like Mr. Trump maybe sort of rids us from thinking of the greater issues. I, it just makes me wonder who's really in power. But that's another show, isn't it? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know what? Our audiences come in every week and sometimes it gets a little boring doing the same crap over and over again. And when we get somebody like you that has a brain and can speak, it's nice to bring it out. Do you know what I mean? I Most like people it. in our businesses are not too smart. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know I do that. Like, I do like Ron's authentic exchange. That's all I value in people is the treasure of authenticity. I'd rather someone always. How many, how many parties have you gone to with celebrities and they can't even say three words? They're so stupid. True. They, they know how to read lines good, but it, when it comes to their own personality, it's like, hello. <laughs> so let's go to the captain. All right. So first of all, you have a, you have a new album. It's called Hidden Gems Chapter One. It's it's a it's a total journey, and I basically uh, I, I I went online because there's so much cool stuff written about you, and since you're mm. so different um, than every other band on the planet, um, I wrote it down. So I wrote down some of this stuff so people would kind of get get an idea. So it's Captain of the Lost Waves takes you on an eclectic theatrical journey. The music is an entertaining circus, enticingly macabre, gothic, eerie, playful music hall, hypnotically irresistible, and indulgently artistic. And you have a, a YouTube channel, which I guess is YouTube.com slash Captain of the Lost Waves, right? That's right. 
That's and right. uh, and you have a whole bunch of different videos. If anybody wants to see you live, you have a little teaser trailer that shows what you do uh, in a live show, and then you have actual music videos. Um, which the two we're gonna play Danger in a few minutes, but we have Danger, and then you have the Lost Planet, which I think is like the greatest like video like ever. I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> another planet. Another planet. Another planet. Another, sorry. Another okay. planet. Another planet. Is that, now is that the one that you were talking about before when you were talking at the beginning? But you wrote a song about the aliens. Well, in, no, no. The, uh, there's a song on the album which is one of the hidden tracks called Afterlife. Um, but another planet actually refers to the language of the heart. But often we're governed by the head. And I think when we get too intellectually heavy about so many issues, even though we've just discussed this, I think we forget about our innate connection to each other. Um, and I think where hierarchies are built and where people are made to feel below or above other people, this is where we lose our balance and our humanity. Absolutely. So, so uh, but I, I, I never like explaining my songs because I actually believe that the listener has the right to understand if they're bra- if they have a brain they understand well, they, they don't have they, their they, own interpretation no, if they're stupid they listen to the music they say oh, i like the music the lyric goes right over their head <laughs> <laughs> no it's true i mean so, how many people have no feelings of emotion of love so when they hear a love song they say oh it's pretty music they don't hear the lyric that's why well, today's um, lyrics are so bad good. It's Woman, I'm going to kill you. Let him finish. No, no, it's funny, Ron. A few weeks ago when um, um, the Ultra um, track, wasn't it? There was a love song. And I, I do think the love song has almost been bastardized as well because love songs are a fantastic thing when they're done right. But when they become just a monopoly of a machine, the use of the word love loses its mean, meaning and impact. When you hear mm-hmm. a true love song, it's astounding. Um, going back to something like Nielsen, without you, you can actually hear the pain and the mournful association of what he's talking about so i think the love song the word love has been overused but underused in terms of what its real feeling is of of what is love or how do you define what love is and i think it becomes it becomes a money game because the word love is put in something it becomes a money game um so but i think love songs coming from the heart of something true no maybe greater powerful source than that, I believe. It's kind of like when you say fuck too many times and then it loses its meaning. meaning. (laughs) No, but wait a minute. The word love never loses its meaning. Growing up in the 50s and 60s, songs were all about love. Women were so respected. One lyric, stand there just a moment, darling, let me catch my breath. I've never seen a picture quite so lovely. Mm-hmm. Referring to a woman, the music today is, hey, bitch, I'm going to smack your ass. If you don't get over here, I'm going <laughs> to kill you later on in the day. I mean, that's not love music. That's disrespecting women. Everything in my era was a love song. We used to make out down in the park. My girlfriend and I, in those days, I, I was with women. Actually, uh, everybody loves you in the chat room, Captain. Everybody's and, like writing. They love listening to you. They love everything you're saying. Okay, Jimmy. Oh, that's, that's nice. The hell that's that's gone to heaven already. <laughs> of course well, we have I, to grapple with a sense of purgatory don't we whilst being here so lovely thank you chat room look there you go put a villain hands now and say thank you it's so marvelous to be here <laughs> <laughs> i have 18 different personalities and only one of them that pays <laughs> <laughs> that i like absolutely so so what i want to do because i want people to hear your music um, do you want to say anything before we play a song well, I was saying something, and you stepped on my line, and I can't go on because oh. I've killed the issue. The oh, moment is gone. Well, anyway, what I wanted to say was I remember falling in love because of love songs. And today, if I hear an old song from when I was young, it takes me right back to that moment when I was kissing somebody and in love. Unfortunately, some of the music today doesn't do that. 
I think, Ron, I think, Ron, on that point, there was something I made about the evolution of, of people and species. And going back to some of the 60s and 70s music, there was a strange, beautiful pastoral spaciousness um, that was almost more evolved than a lot of the music we're hearing now. And mm -hmm. my nod in going back to some of those amazing writers, um, even people like Doris Day, when you listen to a Doris oh, Day... Oh, I love you! So I knew I loved you! I knew I loved you! She's my favorite! <laughs> Johnny Mantis and Doris Day, they're my favorites! Just beautiful, so underrated, so <laughs> astounding, um, and full of heart, um, and just wonderfully, wonderfully uh, produced um, instinctive music, I believe. So I think when we hear that, we hear something, a part of us, that we've forgotten. I think mm -hmm. music reflects time, and um, there's an innocence. innocence. What do you think of Peggy Lee? Oh, Peggy Lee was beautiful as well. Peggy I mean, Lee. she's phenomenal. Oh, I know. I'm, I, I do love your music, and now I know why. And I said to Jimmy, he's different. He doesn't sound like all the crap of today where everybody's imitating everybody else. You know, they gurgle when they sing. <laughs> and, and just terrible. And your music just has such an appeal, such a different, um, different. I, can, I don't know. Everybody, you have to listen to his music, and then you tell me what you think. Before we before we play before we play Danger real quick too though like because you're not like a normal band you know that's got like drummers and all this like no. different things I mean like all the if we well, first of all we want to give a shout out to everybody else who who's with you in the I guess they're the Lost Waves mm. <laughs> say hello to the Lost Waves I was like looking at all the instruments that different people play in the band and you have ukulele and I don't know what a bazooki is. Um, Suki is um, a version of Paralaika. It's, it's like a Greek Cypriot instrument that I tune ADA, right. has eight strings. So it has um, the they originates in Greece and Cyprus. Mine's an Irish right. version of that. So it's got a well, slightly that, medieval feel to it. Well, you're going to hear accordion. Uh, what's an accordion? Is that like accordion? Accordion is like um, a little melodica, which is blown. It's such a beautiful instrument. Um, uh, there beautiful. we go. Then we have a mandolin, a banjo, a bodran, a double bass, a bowed bass. I mean, like all these, like, because it's not like a normal band. You have a bass, a regular guitar, a, a bass, and a pair of drums. You know, like you guys, like, have really <laughs> brought all the instruments that aren't normally used in in music that much you know that not in popular music um yes. and, and so it's gonna people are gonna hear stuff that they don't normally hear yes um and i think there's a slight i think because the the whole captain journey for myself is all about the exotica whatever may pull me in at that period um my, my next ambition on the next record is to, is to work with an orchestra but um I, I do have certain numbers which would just benefit so much from that because the sound of strings and a large choir of people um, has that symbiosis where the ears and the heart connect in such a level. Um, listen to old Sinatra and uh, some of those first takes of some of that music is just so astoundingly beautiful. Um, so that's the, that's the thing I aim for mostly, I think, in terms of... Critics. I love it. They, they are like mini operas with each song. I, that, that's what I'd like to see. And they each have their own identity. They're like children. I can't define one as being... They are all different to the other. They all have a different theme and feel. So one might be more folk <laughs> opera. Okay, <clears throat> I found the the, the um, description of your music now. Okay. Exotica. Exotica. That's what I'm going to say. When I talk about you, I'm going to say you must listen to his music because I call it, as he calls it, Exotica. Exotica, because, though, kind of like sounds like it could be porn, too. No, Jimmy, in your mind, <laughs> but you're a degenerate. You're a degenerate. And Somebody describe me as musical porn because I do so many variants. They say, like, there you go. So, okay. Right. He's so okay with the musical porn. Music. Ron, we're coming up with some key lines here. Chat room, do you like this? Musical misogyny. So yes. Nobody gets hurt. But we can just pick up different instruments and play with them. 
Musical misogyny. What's the song that I like of his? The one I really like. Um, you've heard probably another planet the most, but we're not going to play that one. We're going to no, play Danger. One. Danger. Is it Danger? I'm not sure. We're going to play it now, so we're going to see. So Danger is the one I like. Chad, do you have Danger ready? I do. All right, so so uh, you introduce it for us, Captain, and then we're going to play it, and then we'll come back. We'll have a couple minutes to like kind of like wrap up our little talk. Okay, wonderful. This is the current single, Danger, made by Master Puppeteer Tony Sinnott and myself. Hope you enjoy. Let's roll. I, I do. Danger, danger, here on planet Earth. There's a singer-songwriter epidemic and they claim it's getting worse. We cannot move for heartfelt lyrics Soft and sweet, indulgent gimmicks The song would be over, but there's not enough of me yet in it Phone and haggled. Lady, if it's true, then five, 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 think lore, and no less, I might just do the work that no one else would dare to contemplate. I will create a serum that I know shall break. They need to see where others be gathered in a room and recite a set of bloated. Shall no more preach messages for the sense of love. For misery loves company as they backslap each other back. Danger, danger, here on planet Earth. There's a singer songwriter epidemic and they claim it's getting worse. We cannot move lyrics, soft and sweet indulgent gimmicks, the song would be over but there's not enough of me yet in it Can radiate with joy and newfound dreams. 
sing a song, write a epidemic, and they claim it's getting worse. We cannot move heartfelt lyrics, soft and sweet, indulgent gimmicks. The song would be over, but there's not enough of me yet. It everybody so that's danger by captain of the lost waves and everybody in the chat room wants to know if you've ever heard of, of max rabe or rabe r-a-b-e i haven't I they haven't. say that you're different but but a little bit similar but different and you're both so cool and like but, a whole bunch of people ask that people in germany music, and people in estonia the music is not only greek it sounds israeli it sounds russian it sounds it has all the sounds to it and you cannot be depressed or unhappy or sit still when this music plays because if you do you're dead and you don't know it <laughs> and i love your doll yeah. yes doll. yes i've been getting gifts from people people have been sending me all sorts of gifts and there's a lady who made this doll there's something rather frightening about it but in a really beautiful way it's when one it. looks at one side. It's like a voodoo doll, but um, going to say a voodoo doll. Can you see? Yes, as long as nobody. There have been no pins near him at the moment, but no there pins. he goes. Yes, no yes. Pins. There's no pins in it now. He no. said at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. Maybe I'll like level always keep him. Should my fortunes change when someone starts giving me the prick? Um, yes. <laughs> the prick. Hear me. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a name for him. So if you want to give him a name, just instinctively, just, just call him the captain. The captain, yeah. okay. The captain, little and captain. He's the captain. Yeah, little captain. I'll be called or, or cappuccino. Little captain cappuccino. is nice too. Cappuccino for small That's good. captain. Yeah. Cappuccino. cappuccino. In Italian. You so where it. are you from in England? Um, when I reside in this planet, on this planet, um, I stay in a place in the wild, wild west of Yorkshire, in England. Um, not far from a place um, made famous for the Brontes, known as Haworth. Mm. In you may know of Wuthering Heights and things like that. Oh, absolutely, yes. definitely. So not far from there, when I'm resident here, of course, because in between traveling the galaxy. Because you have the same accent that a good friend of ours has, Aaron. Sounds just like Aaron. Yeah, except for that he's from a different galaxy and Aaron's from the UK. Oh. I'm, a di I'm from a different galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all really? No, I talk about it all the time. I mean, I really seriously feel that, yeah, we were once here. And we How many spaceships do you have? Just the one. Okay. Um, I, I, I realize in the kind of climate change issues that I wanted two or three, but I actually traded in the other models. Ron, loves, fair. Ron loves Flash Gordon. Have you met him? 
Oh, I love Flip Gordon as well, yes. <laughs> All right, so we've only got one... We've only really got one minute. I want to like go over this. So everybody, please follow the captain on Twitter. It's at Captain OTLW, Captain of the Lost Waves. Check out his website, CaptainOfTheLostWaves.com. He's an indie artist, you guys. He needs you guys to go out and buy his like new uh, his new album, um, which is called. Well, I, I have a picture of the album, kind of there. There you go. The Adventures of Captain of the Lost Waves. It's got beautiful artwork and stuff, you guys. Yes. It's really like amazing. The physical copy um, has twenty-two page art sleeve and booklet oh. so you unravel this and then you open up an array of pictures and artwork and and the artwork is fabulous just like all your music videos are fabulous they really really are um i think those are some of the things that make you really stand out and in your galaxy they're doing a good job with their their artwork and putting everything together and so you guys you want to follow him you want to get his ep or his album you want to go to captain of the lost waves.com to see what's going on if you live in the uk you definitely got to go see him perform and and his Facebook is Captain of the Lost. Everything's Captain of the Lost Waves. How's that? Well, that's his name. That's right. The Capitan. Keeps a certain sense of consistency. And I will just say a big hello to Eileen. Hello, Eileen. She's I'm watching. I'm going to smile and show you my teeth. Okay. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. some kind of private joke. He either just had him fixed he or probably had she his wanted to get cut. bit or something. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just thought I was advertising some kind of, I don't know, just my joy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Just his joy. All right, everybody. So, Captain, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Good luck with everything. We're going to bring you back because everybody's saying, please bring you back so we can have you on longer. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show and say the rest to the rest of your alien beings that are in the band. Say hello to all of them for us. And uh, we'll see you on social media. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Jimmy. Ron, pleasure. Oh, pleasure Bye. meeting you and, and hope to meet you on the other planet. I will. I will. If not America before that. A little That's bit more right. convenient, possibly. Yes, come to America, then we'll, you and I will take off. We'll go to Arizona. Well, you'll go Ros to the another planet. We'll go to Roswell, and we'll wait for a pickup plane to come and just go. I would love to. Go. We can start with some gentle sumo wrestling, I believe. <laughs> sumo wrestling. <laughs> All right, Captain, thank you so much. we got to go, everybody. Thank Good you so guys. much. Thank you, Captain. Bye, chapter. Thanks, everybody. Week. Chat room, chat. Thank Thanks you. so much. Sorry for all the little difficulties, but you guys, we had a really good time, so enjoy yourselves, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.